Yo, 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 like snow. Trying to walk around, look around, look around. Yo, I can't, hear, I can't hear the beats, man. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 you know what? You know, I'm gonna leave it a little bit longer so you can hear that actually beat playing. Uh-huh. You can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay. why, you just, why don't you just record Black Bond from you every week, man? Yeah, remember we want to record him, man. He wants to actually come in the studio and um... yeah, but you could you could you could do it for now, and then when he's ready, just re-record it, innit? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I can complicate everything, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know why I do that, man. I always feel like, oh, you know what it is. I always feel like I can get a better quality of things. You know, that's what it is. I'm not a perfectionist, but I've always think myself. Yeah, but mate, that means that things never happen then, because you're always waiting for that. We'll get it to the next time. That's true. We could, we could have had it, done it. It'd be hardly be nice. It'd be like, yeah, man, this is heavy. And then actually, that's true. Actually, no, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I got um, um, Link. He's actually doing one at the moment. He's about to finish that too. He's like, I want to send it to you in a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, well, I'll tell, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the same question next week. <laughs> and, and then, when you haven't done it next week, all I'm going to say is go and record the one that Black Bond did three weeks ago. That will do nicely. That will do very nicely. Was it a good one? Because he wasn't happy with it, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but I don't care. I was happy. I heard it. It sounded good. He can, he can always change it later on. At the end of the day, whatever goes on there isn't permanent, is it? Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. You know what that's what true. Mean? We're living in a real-time age, man. Things can change. Be modified and adapted. Damn, nothing's forever. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Real Locker Room Talk with the... Two horsemen of the black apocalypse. Every week gets less and less. <laughs> this was before of us. Now there's then it was three of us. Now there's only two of us. Uh, homeboy Simon can't make it today. He's overworked and underpaid and tired. So I gave him the night off. <laughs> I gave, I gave him the night off. And it's, this is cotton socks, man. Yeah, man. And uh, he, does, he does some crazy hours. Though. I mean, I'm sure he was up at four o'clock this morning. Yeah, he's up at four o'clock every morning, man. I, I keep telling him, get yourself a new job, man. Get a job where you you start at nine, you finish at five. If it has to be that way, if you want a job which is Monday to Friday, get a job that starts at nine, finish at five, and that's it. But I think at some point, you know, most people they lose confidence at some point about like sending application forms out, and I can't bother to change it. It's like, oh man, I can't bother to change, or they kind of hope that this is the last, the last. Well, game. I, I suppose with driving, I mean, I don't know what the pay is like, but I imagine it's 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 not it's not it's not pimple money, you know what I mean? Because obviously. Yeah, it's not going to be minimum wage, is it? So obviously there's a certain amount of money that you'll need to earn before you even look at another job. And there's the skills that you'd have to have to then do that other job. But um, yeah, it's one of those, mate. It's just, I suppose it's easy to get caught in a rut, isn't it? Yeah, I think driving jobs are not that well paid though, man, to be honest. Yeah, I think it should be. I think, your money, man. Yeah, I think, well, you don't get that for driving, innit? You don't get that kind yeah. of money. Danger money. Well, yeah, you're right because the bus drivers. I think when I see them advertise on the side of the buses over here, like four hundred pound a week, which is like, well, that ain't much really. That's yeah, like just above minimum wage. So I think it's well, no, nah, actually, no, man. Bus driving is a lot more, isn't it? I don't know what it's like in UK. I think, what I, is think, it? I, I think I think if you do overtime, you might get more. But they're advertising at the moment on the side of the um, West Midlands buses, four hundred pound a week, which is like, yeah, you're right. That's dreadful, isn't it, man? Think about it. Look, you can keep that. You need, you need two grand a month to, to stand still. 
if yeah. you're not on benefits. And, and that's just the standard stuff. That's not to have anything nice. You might get a nice holiday to Butlins, you know, maybe <laughs> you can go to Black, Blackpool for, for a short weekend, not even stay there, you know what I mean? Come back on the night. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's the kind of money you need to be earning as a bare million, just to stand still, really. And I think as a single I person, yeah, well, yeah, even as a single person, that's 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 that's, that's still tight, though, because depending on where you live, if you're in London, you're looking thousand pounds just to your rent, yeah, so no, London's half, half your money gone, yeah, and, and then you oyster card another what 40 whatever pound a week, so it's 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 tough, man. It's tough, man. It's tough. Actually, when you think about it, yeah, like when you when you break it down, your rent's probably about a third of your wage, no matter where you are. Unless you can live with mums. If you can stay at home, mm-hmm. that's when like I always say to people when they're at home, like, oh, I'm looking to move out. I'm like, dude, stay at home, pull about fifty to sixty K aside, and then move out. But everyone wants to rush yeah. out, you know, yeah, you know, rush out into poverty. I'm like, what do you want to move out for? And I know it's hard in that moment. It's hard, it's hard. You get you get to that stage, man, where the, the freedom outweighs the, the cost of freedom so, you think so man yeah i think as, as a man well yeah as I, a, I mean as, 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 even as a woman i think you, you get to an age where you know you're sick of your mom going in your room and tidying up and hiding all your stuff and you can't find nothing and what time are you coming in i'm not coming back what do you mean you're not coming back i'm doing dinner but but, but i'm a big man i'm coming when i'm ready no man it wasn't that you know what i mean so <laughs> You know, there's a certain age where man's will be rushing to leave their house anyway, I think, personally. Yeah, I think uh, when I mean, you're... Yeah, I think when you're up to around 20... I think you can bear it up to around 24, 25. I think after that, you probably should start making your own way. But like I said, from... I mean, if you, unless you're studying, you should have a job anyway by the time you're 18, latest. 18, 19, 20. You should have a job within these three years. If, you, if you're studying after 21, unless you're in Europe where they study for till they're 30... Or you something. Yeah, man. When I came to Germany, um, my ex-girlfriend finished studying when she was around twenty-six. What was, what, was, what was she studying, man? Oh, man, it's a, it's rubbish. Trust me, rubbish. My current wife was studying until she was twenty-four, and I was like, "Why are you studying so long? You ain't been a doctor." Yeah, yeah, you know what it is, man. You know what it is. <laughs> it's because because the thing is. And I suppose it's the same everywhere, but Germany definitely it, it's it's a corporate setup, isn't it? It's like keep them educated for too long so they don't enter the system too early, so they ain't got to pay them nobody wages. Makes madness, mate. That's twenty four. Well the thing is, I mean if you if you're gonna be an accountant or a lawyer or something, then I'd say, Okay, fair enough. But if you're talking about studying all that time for a non a non a non qualification that can't take you around the world other than yeah. making work in one country, then to me that's a waste of time. You know, if you if you went to is it Harvard and studied law, mm-hmm. then I, I would assume that you can take that law degree and transpose those skills anywhere around the world. Yeah, but, being funny, if you train as a, I don't know, whatever the fucking these 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 jobs are called these days, some of these strange job titles, that's not a job you can go and take and say, yeah, man, I've I, I learned this in the UK. I studied for ten years and now I'm going to come over to Germany and do it. They say, go back your business, man. Yeah. <laughs> back to back to college for you, mate. So for me, that, all that additional studying. Unless you're going for something which is high end, it's like you just you just scared of life. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I knew actually I knew one guy, he was studying, he was almost hitting forty and he was still studying. He'd been studying from when he left school at whatever, eighteen, and he was still studying well, when he was almost forty. Well, what, what, what was he gonna do at the end of it all? That's I think he was just scared to take the plunge to finish his, his studies. Yeah, I think that's what happens, they're scared to finish. 
You gotta have an end goal, man. What's the point? <laughs> if there's no end goal, what's the point? Oh, I'm just gonna learn every year for the rest of my life, but never actually go out and put to use anything that I've actually learned. It's like, well, what's that about? Madness. Crazy, um, crazy, crazy. But like I said, I think some people should. You know, I think you should stay at home till around 24, 25, if you can do it, if you can survive, you know, living with your moms and that. Mm-hmm. And then with these six or seven years where you actually work, put some serious cash away, some startup cash, 50, 60, 70K. And then after that, you can be like, okay, I'm moving out. I got some, some emergency money there. Okay, 50, 50K is a lot of emergency money, but let's say you got 50K and you move out. And then you can be like, okay, yeah, man. man. Change, change someone's life. Thing is, though, man, uh, different different mentalities in different countries, isn't it? It's like, you know, you say that to some some boy from Birmingham. Like, hey, man, you man, things like buy my jeans and trains and just that. You know, what I mean, it's different cultures as well, though, isn't it? Because, you know, where you know, UK is very, I suppose, Germany is as well. But we're just we're consumer led, man. Everyone's got to have the latest of the latest of the latest. Whatever, yeah. so saving, saving money in deposits and all that. Like that's that's way down low. I mean, Ben was supposed to be saving for a deposit for a house. He ain't saving. Jizzle mate, got himself a nice car, his <laughs> having a good time, buying clothes every week. Got yow, this that yow. Nice. He ain't saving for a nice man. He's he, he thinks he's gonna be until he's thirty. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Next year, man, hook or by crook, his rent's going up, so he's not making a decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, the thing. People get too comfortable in it as well. That's that's something you can't ever really do. Is like, yeah, man, I'm living with arms, get comfortable. It's got to be like you said, an end goal where you think, okay, I'm leaving now. That's what I said to you earlier about would you rather have ten thousand pounds a week for the rest of your life or a million pounds? And that's why. You know, I said ten thousand pounds. You were like, no, I'm ten thousand pounds a month. Sorry, you know, the only reason. I think that's a good question, actually, if anyone wants to leave a comment. But I would take, I would take the million pound at this stage of my life because I've already, I consider that I've lived half my life already now. You know, okay, I'm 37. So I'm like, okay, I'm 37 now. I'm going to probably live until I'm 30, until about 80, I'm going to live. So I've got another yeah, four, yeah. 43 years, let's say, yeah. in, in the, best, the best case scenario. Not the best case scenario. Well, I think 80 is a good age to say, you know, you know <laughs> to bid you farewell to everyone and say, okay, I'm leaving this place. Because I'll probably still be quite well. I hope that I'm fit, I'm not sick, you know. And you know, if everything works out, I'm living till I'm 80. So I think to myself, okay, right now I'm at a point where I don't have that much time to mess around, you know what I mean? I don't have time, okay. 10, you know, 10,000 a week is a lot of money, so you can do a lot of stuff. 10,000 a month, yeah, yeah, 10,000 a month, even even less. less. So that's like, um, 120,000 pounds a year, yeah. So, well, tax free, that's good. So, in five years, I'll make a million. But well, after, if you after, could, after seven years, you'd make a million. But yeah. <coughs> the reason I said that for myself is because I think I don't want my ambition taken from me. And I think if... If you could lose it. I think you find it difficult to kind of decide, well, what, what difference can I make? What's going to make a difference, if that makes sense? Because I think when, when you've got £10,000 and you can turn that, you know, £120,000 into, I don't know, a £300,000, £400,000 investment that's such a much more kind of achievement than i've got a million pounds oh and i've bought a nice house and i've got eight hundred thousand left you know what i mean it's like yeah i don't know i I, I thought that's the way if you ask me again when i'm 60 mate and i I haven't got the um, energy and that's moving around then i probably would take the million pound and we're done but yeah right now i take the ten thousand pound a month man yeah, because yeah, because the thing is, you look and think, okay, I've still got a lot of time on this earth. Me, I look at every mm-hmm. day as my last, my last day. 
So nah, man, do that, man. You're in forever, man. You'll be in for longer than me. <laughs> well, uh, you don't know, though, man. Look, are you looking yeah, like this? Okay, true. you know, I've got, I've got, I've got, like for me, my plan would be to move to Brazil. Like yeah, that's yeah. a plan that I have. I'm like, man, I gotta move to Brazil. So instead of me waking, okay, I wouldn't have to wait that long if I was getting ten thousand a month. I could probably pull that off in a year or a year yeah. and a half. But like, if I got a million now, I'd be like, oh man, you know, what? I can go straight to Brazil now, or not even Brazil. Sorry, somewhere like Thailand. And I can go and live off that money for the rest of my life. I don't have yeah, to touch true. that money. You know what I mean? True, so, true. because I think to myself, I've already lived half my life. Do I, yeah. Can I already calculate that I'm going to live the next five or ten years? Not really, because I'm, already, I'm getting older already. You know, you don't know what's around the corner. You could get sick. <laughs> you know, I, I, got, I got cancer. Or I got, you know, I got coronavirus. Or, you know, I got Zika virus. Got the flu. I got pneumonia, you know. So, to me, I'm just like, okay. I'll take now the money. Like, if I was 20, I would take 10,000 a month for the rest of my life. Because I'd be like, man, life's in front of me and I'm chilling. But as I'm like almost 40, I'd be like, you know what, nah. I'm going to take the million now and see if I can start. Because, you know, most people start businesses, businesses between 40 and 50. Yeah. They, they make it look like in, 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 the, like in the in media and stuff and TV. Oh, yeah, everyone's like young, rich and famous. He started a business at 21, now he's successful. Most people statistically start business between 40 and 50 and then make their mm. life, you know, that's when they turn their life around. Not when they're 20. Mm. These guys are lucky, man. They're like jacking the boxes, man. They're, they're just the luck. It's luck yeah, that this guy yeah. was doing. Like Mark right, Zuckerberg. Right place, right time. Yeah, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Or, or obviously you got like musicians, which seems to be like the, the, the younger they are, the better they are, you know. They're the old, that's the only industry and probably maybe sports and entertainment, some sort of entertainment, is where you can make it when you're young and, you know, be probably outdo the older people. But in general, in real life, you know, in real life, where we are, 40 <laughs> to f- north of 40 is when you start a business. That's when you, you know, you've probably got most of this stuff done by then. You're like, okay, I've had kids, I'm married. You know, life's got taken, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of boring now, you know, so much I do. So you start yeah. thinking of ideas. I have to be, like, I've become way more creative now with age than I was when I was younger. You know, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would credit my intelligence now to me getting older than when I was younger. I'm way smarter than I am now than I was when I was younger. So yeah, yeah. the likelihood of me to start a business, you know me anyway. So I'm always thinking, okay, what can I do? What's the next hustle I can do to make something work? I've got more discipline now. So the likelihood of me making mm. it now, I've gone up as opposed to when I was 21, where I had loads of ideas too, but I was more naive. I was more like, especially I was wasting time in the music industry. Man, I'm going to make it music. Man, I'm going to make it. I was cracking out. Yeah. When I look back at my website and I see how many songs I produced, yeah. I'm amazed sometimes. I'm like, man, I did like, before. look how many songs are there and none of them sound the same they all sound different now i always pride myself on that i was like i'm gonna make every song sound different and that's what i always did i stuck consistent i was like no all my songs are gonna sound different you'll never find two songs that sound the same on my on my, on my website um, so yeah man so that's what i'm saying basically i'm older now so i'm gonna start a business when i was young i wasn't gonna make you know make anything myself man so that's it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can see, I can see your logic, man. I can see your logic. I, but I don't know. I also think that, like, younger people, I don't know, man. They're too, they're too um, volatile, isn't it? Is that the right word? Well, the thing is, though, when you're young, man, you don't, you don't. I don't truly believe a man. And I say a man because women are emotionally more mature, or they used to be. I don't know about that, but a man. Or in my case, I didn't kind of get to know myself, really know myself till I was in my 30s. Yeah. So I, had to, I had to move away to do it. So obviously you moved away a lot younger than me. Yeah. So you probably hit that stage 
maybe a bit sooner. And I, when I say know myself, it's like know why, you know, what my values were based on, why I act or react to certain situations. Um, and, you know, you do a, a bit, of, you do a lot more reflecting when you get into your 30s. You, you think back and you think back, oh, if I'd have done that, then that probably would have turned out like this. And, you know what I mean? So you kind of, you write a lot of wrongs in your mind, a lot of yeah. things that you, you know, your preconceived ideas, you know. Well, you're constantly evolving anyway as a person. And if you ain't constantly evolving and adapting, then, then something's wrong with you anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think a lot of it comes down to having a mentor in it or like, like, like me and you didn't really have a father there. We share the same father, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's important. Like, I feel like, especially now, as, with having kids and stuff, I see how important it is uh-huh. that I'm there for my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when and I look at the thing, it's, it's, it's like a lot of these guys, you know, they... The thing, the thing is, right, and obviously it's like very, very complex when it comes to, like, breakdowns of relationships and all that life. But the thing about most men, 85% of men, when they break down with their partners, the thing that always makes them vex and drives them over the edge is when the woman says, M-O-N-E-Y, money. Even as <laughs> that man has to think of, oh, I've got a part with cash. Forgets about his responsibilities. Forgets about the fact that the kids need food and everything else. But that one thing alone will make him go, no, man, fuck that. You ain't seen me for dust. Because he wants to hang on to his little piece of money. Because, but, I, I, but, but at the same time, I've always believed that the most important thing you can give a child is time. Mm-hmm. As, as you've just said, because, you know, money comes, money goes. But time creates memories and memories can't fade. I mean, in a way, so, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird because... Like I always said, if I break up with my wife and stuff, and then, you know, for some reason, I'm like, okay, uh, how are we going to arrange this? You know, I think we wouldn't have any discussions about money. I mean, I would like to think that I wouldn't be like that because I'd be like, okay, okay, I got three kids now. So I would definitely say, okay, you get so much money for each each child Mm -hmm. and that's how much I can afford to pay. So I can still live a decent life. The problem is most of these days is that, especially when the government gets into it, you know, child support and all that guy, all those guys, they like... Well, 50% of your wage goes to the wife, and he's like, hold on a minute, wait, wait, 50%? Like, I got, I'm making, like, 1,600, now 800 goes to her, I don't, my rent's 500, so I've got 300 to live, I can't even afford, I can't do nothing, you know, so you kind of, like, in this modern era, it's so, so much, the, you know, the, the advantage is so much tipped in the woman's favour that it, you know, kind of gets... The thing is, though, I don't think women get to all that money anyway, because I'm all over here with the CSA, yeah. They take money off the they take money off the guy, but they wouldn't give all that money to the woman. They just adjust her benefits. So instead really? of her getting yeah, instead of her getting like the full rent, she'd get like maybe a third of the rent, and then she have to put with, you know what I mean, put the difference with the money that's come from the man. So <laughs> they don't end up better off. You know what I mean, you're always better off coming to some agreement, but they don't end up better off at all. So actually, I mean, think, yeah, makes sense. Actually, you know, they think they do, but they don't. So it's best that you come to an agreement because they don't end up any better off. End up, they end up worse because <laughs> I can't obviously claim the benefit, the full benefits which they should be entitled to as well. So yeah, murky world, man. Murky, murky world. Anyway, like I was going to say, I, I saw like the people I saw when I was being raised. I always saw, first of all, I always saw mum doing stuff. I, I never really saw dads doing anything, you know. Uh-huh. It's the dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew the dads were there, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, sniffing, what, sniffing around, sniffing around when you've gone to bed, mate. 
I didn't have any men in the house, so I didn't really add that. Dad would turn up, me. Yeah. Climbing through the fucking windows, man. We're still in the fucking June. Yeah. Postman is here. Cole Cock is here. <laughs> he was def- he was definitely the predator he was, man. Jesus Christ. You know. Um I, unfortunately for me, I would have to say that I took quite a lot of his um his his bad sides though, man, if if you ask me, man, when I think of it in, in respect to the women, because I'm I like think, I think I think you know, I think regardless, let's be honest, man, we're we're a handsome family, man. The boys I think that's girls. all it is. I think that's all it is. And with 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 great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to. I must admit, <laughs> if you don't use that responsibility, responsible, then why? Yeah, go buy it your backside. I mean, Dad, bless him, ladies loved him. You understood? I don't know what it was because the man couldn't fucking speak a word of English. He's like, yeah, yeah, actually, I could. Yeah, it's a good thing, actually, yeah. for some reason. These women fucking love them. these women would fight over him, squabble over him. You know, I've got his babies, he's mine, he's my Vin. I remember one time I was in Birmingham, right? <laughs> I got there with I got there with, with like a girl. I walk in through Birmingham, and he walks past me with fucking dad with some bird you never yeah. seen before. I was like, oh, he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Gave me ten pounds. I don't know what the fuck for. He didn't say. He didn't say. Here's ten pounds. Shut up, or he just give me ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably hush money. Don't tell your mama. Don't tell her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. He, you know, we we're handsome youths, man. All of us, every single one of us, handsome. Yeah. You know what I mean, just, jewels would be if it was in Africa, we'd be princes or princesses or whatever. Yeah, pro- probably are. Probably are. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. So. <laughs> you know, I say yes. Dad's dad's behaviour, most certainly, yeah. But I think, you know, I know there's a man like you would have had people drapesing over him when you've been out in the back. So, you know, them drapes are hard to resist when you're young. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I try and I try and control it as much as I can, man. Because, you know, like I said, I was, you know, when I was single and stuff, man. But life was good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Life was really good. I was like, I was just like the guy, man. I was just like the guy. You know, calm down, like now, nah, you know, man. I'm well, look at the twins, man. I mean, they got like seven youths between them. Yeah, really. yeah. So seven kids. I mean, they, man. They, 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 they didn't waste no time at all, man. It's just like, right, let's bang some out. Seven kids, man. No. <laughs> that's that's. I'm saying, it's scary. Only for youths, man. Then again, actually, I got three. I've got in between, and one's got three. One's probably got four. So, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, still, I'm, I'm not far behind. Man. I got three myself. Exactly. So I'm exactly. gonna be careful. But the you thing is, like that, man. Uh, well, at least you're you're with the same woman, though. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say, man. That's that's the thing I always find important because eh? for me, one of the things growing up was like, you know, like if I'm gonna do this thing, get it? I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna get one yeah. girl. I'm gonna yeah. have my kids with the one girl. I don't want to be. Like all over the place, you know. I just, I just didn't feel like that would be constructive or. or well, the, thing, the, thing is that the, the, the thing is, though, you have kind of been determined for that to be the case based on how he was brought up. Yeah. You think about it. You know. You know. You would. You would have known that there's other youths out there. You'd have probably thought, well, how come I've only seen this man every 
and again and when I see him he just goes oh, 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 oh. and first five pound in my hand and he's gone for like another year or two so you know I mean you, you, you would have known in your head but you wouldn't have been able to work it out if that makes sense because I always knew in my head when you're young you don't know how to put two and two together do you because you don't know the full way to get to four <laughs> yeah. you know I mean you, you, you see all these other kids and you wonder why I'm at this woman's house and these other kids and for some reason my dad's uh, that's his sister and I'm thinking I can have my sister when my mum's at home and she ain't had no baby yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> you know, it's those your kid where you can't put it together because it's like well you don't know about the sex part you don't know about all that so yeah. you just think oh maybe because back in the day as black families it was, oh, that's my cousin, or oh, that's my uncle, even though these people weren't related to you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You'd kind of say, yeah, but that's my cousin, that's, you know what I mean? Because you were both black or whatever. So I suppose being young back then, 70s, 80s, you know, for him to say, yeah, what is this? I'd be like, yeah, okay then. Yeah, that's <laughs> my not, sister. Yeah, but not think anything. But obviously, only when you get older, you realize, oh, actually, he's my fucking sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're related, but, man. But, that, but that's where you put. But that's where you put two and two together because you don't. But you don't know what the other bits to add to the equation is when you're young because you don't know them facts of life. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, man, crazy man. Dad, dad, weaves the fucking web mates. He's a right web. Me. Who knows it? Why is nine? Did he have nine of us? Who knows I if there were more? Man? I, I, ten I, I, was I, I, ten. Man, you know something? I've heard there's more out there, but I ain't looking for any more, bro, man. That's it. Man. That's it for me. I'm not, I'm not looking for no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> actually saying that, man. Actually, talk about male toxicity, man. You know, you know about male to- toxicity. What the hell is male toxicity? So that's basically like, 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 for example, new words, man. They're coming out, man. Now, nah, but this is like, the, the, yeah, that's what they do, man. They, you know, they like, you know, remember what it used to be? It used to be first used to you're say, you used, used to say you're a twat. Now it's like you got to add all these nice words. The toxicity. Yeah, what was it? He was, he was, he was. You was a faggot, and then you was uh, gay, and then there was other stuff. And it's like, hold on, I mean, faggot sounds horrible anyway, man. So you shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? Well, there's uh, a food called faggot. Well, yeah, and in England, you know, we say a fag. Would you like a fag? Which yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. I'm going for a fag. I'm going <laughs> for a fag. Well, and I'm going for a fag, and I'm having faggot and pizza for dinner tonight. Yeah, and faggot. I've actually changed the name of this food. They haven't changed the name. It's still called faggot, man. No, changing that name the thing oh. is in, 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 I'll tell you something in Germany they had something called um, uh, uh, excuse the word um, pardon my friend the n-word kiss that's what it was called the n-word oh. kiss that's what they called it and they had to change it because they realised it was inappropriate and I just posted something on Instagram called uh, black man chocolate yeah schwarze herren schokolade yeah. you know and yeah. it says it says it's like the, uh, the, the the darkest chocolate you know it's available <laughs> <laughs> so black, you know, you know, but that's all we cover. That's the look, look, first of all, black people come in many shades, and it black, many shades. This was like the, the blackest, but the blackest. But the thing is, like, lately with language, obviously, they're like, yeah, you know, you can't say this, you can't say that, you know. And I don't know if we, I, I, to, be, to, to be fair, I, 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 I get it. Um, the thing is, it works both ways because the things they ban then become offen- then become more offensive when people say them. Yeah. So, for example, you know, um, I don't know. I'll use I'll use Bar Bar Black Sheep as an example because that was yeah. just a nursery rhyme to me, and then they turned it into a racist thing and said it was all to do with this, that, and the other. 
And now if I was to hear it, rather than me thinking, oh, remember that nurse rhyme from when I'm with you, I'd, I'd have to be vexed about I'd have to feel, I'd, I'd feel that I'd have to be upset about it. Go, oh. Uh, that's not an appropriate song because you know it's about black sheep and you know why is a sheep got to be black? Why can't it be a grey sheep or a brown <laughs> sheep or a green sheep? Or the black or pink? Or I mean, it's like you know, man, it's, it's gone so far. Um, and and the worst thing about it is a lot of the lot of the stuff that, that comes out. I'm not even sure it's black black people that kind of think of it. I don't think we're that 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 deep, or or maybe we are. I just haven't met. Nah, the black sheep one, not the black sheep's not. Well, then again, I don't know. If, the thing is, they've got one in, in Germany which really is racist. It's called Who's Afraid of the Black Man? That's good. Where, where, um, where at Anton Schwarzen, <laughs> man? That's what it's actually called, you know. And then I'm walking down the street and every now and again, I get these little two, three-year-olds looking at me like, and I'm thinking, oh, they think I'm the black man that everyone's afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, um, that's, they're looking at me like, oh, now I'm afraid of the black man. You know, so like that, I can understand. I stop singing that, but still, you know, you're like a lot of people would be like, Yeah, when they see me, oh, he's afraid of the black man. And I'm like, You know, that's racist. And like, oh, I'm just joking. Just, you know, the thing is, German people, European people in general, they, they, they don't have a, they're not sensitive to stuff, you know, especially in Europe. In, in England, maybe a bit more because of the. Let's be last though about um, obviously when you've got like the Northern European, I mean, obviously, I, I, I see them as being, they're, they're like, they're white, they're proper white, they are. No. But everyone, everyone below bloody Germany, like Spain, Portugal, Greece, hey, their their countries have been overrun by black men for years. Where did yeah. they, they get that? Where did they think they got that color from? They they, <laughs> like a water down. They, you know what I mean, you think they, think they got they think they got a little bit of brownness in their skin because that, and then they have a cheat to call other people black. It's like, hey. If they was to trace their genes back, mate, they come right from the dark, deepest, darkest parts of Africa. Especially the, um, especially Portugal, Italy, uh, France, yeah, Spain. Because they trust were um, Arabic um, territories back in the day, and yeah, it, for not too long ago either. They were all full of colour. That's why I can never understand like these other countries treating black people so badly because it's a new ideology isn't it racism it's a new ideology it's pretty much an American ideology or I don't know maybe I don't know nah it's not American he was a European were the Europeans the first original racist because they went across nah, the they just look man look, I don't think they went across and said oh we're racist we're gonna, they just went across and bullied the rest of the world that's what they did they went right you're coming here you're a lot of savages because you don't talk our language we're going to force Christianity on you and then years later, you'll be that confused as to what your religion is. You'll be more fucking religious than us. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take, we're going to take all your shit. We'll take all your shit. And there's nothing you can do about it. And just going to take all stupid. your shit. Because you're just stupid. Yeah, we're, we're and, stupid. It's so black people are so stupid. We're so stupid, man. We're so and, stupid. And, 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 the, and all it boiled down to was that we was a different colour. Our customs were different. And we didn't speak their language. Oh, and our religion was shit because we didn't pray to some white guy who came from a country which is full of Arabs. Caesar Balzig is actually the image they used to make Jesus. Caesar Balzig or something. Whatever, man. Like I was going to say, going back to this racial thing and the people that can't let go of the old like terminology, you know, I get a lot of like, especially older German people. I guess in England too, they'll be like, yeah, but we used to say like the N word and it used to be all right, you know? 
<laughs> what's, what's the pro- I, mean, I don't know if you ever heard this argument. Yeah, why can't we say no, it anymore? What's no, the problem? No, no, like, no, 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 you know, you know something. No, no, no one's gonna send that word around me over to someone who's not full no. on their skin. That's and what... obviously that's in jest. But even even now, I don't like hearing. But now, nah, man, no one's. Um, I'm just trying to think, man. I'm thinking. I'm sat here. Actually, one boy did call at me once when I was fourteen. Okay. And then and nah, then nah. our uncle and then and then our uncle. You never met Uncle Dean, did you? Uncle no. Dean come out, come out down. Nice job. One look at him, all six foot four of him, his fucking pockmarked face from all the fucking mosquito bites, and just yeah. the hop, hop skeptic never spoke to me again. He didn't. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not a herd that it's been has been thrown at me in any kind of. I don't know, dude. Um, I don't know how you got away with that, man. Because all my friends were racist when I was young. All of they, them. How can you have racist friends? Dude, I just wanted to be liked, man. I, I don't know what they, it was, they, man. They, 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 they weren't friends. They were just people that you knew. They, yeah, yeah. You used to yeah, be like... Because, not being funny, right? Um, I'm just trying to think now. When I was at school, right, I'm, I'm going back now. It's so... No. No. You know what I mean, mate? The only time I ever used to get car name was like, I'd run the estate. Yeah. Um, so like, there's a few other youths who used to forget like try and bully us. Mm. But really, at school and that, nah, man, people would get a quick slap off me if I even heard it. In fact, I didn't even have to slap that many people because as soon as I got into school, first year and that, they knew. Like, my, 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 my year was under manners, mate. No one could say nothing about colour in yeah. my year. And even though you're not, man. And, 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 and to be fair, even in all the other years, the cock of the school was a black guy. Mm. <laughs> the year below that, the cock of these years was a black guy. The year below that, there's a couple of other tasty black guys. And there wasn't loads of black people in our school. There was probably about 20, most out of about 1,200 kids. Yeah. But no one fucked with us, man. Because the, the, the thing is, mate, what I remember is back then, you could talk patois and go on like you're fucking nuts. Yeah, and people people, right. people people would run off from you because they think fucking hell, some voodoo magic or shit. Yeah, voodoo <laughs> magic so, man. Hey, that that sketch I did at Loki, well, half of that's fucking true. I yeah. remember having it. I mean, when it comes to mysticals with some guy, and I started coming out with some cuss word that I heard dad say, and the man just just, just changed his okay. mind. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good, dude. Change his mind. Anytime I had a fight, the only time I had one fight, and uh, and it was a racist team, and it wasn't even me, it was my friend Jimmy. We'd gone to this under 18s club, he'd started speaking to this girl. This girl was with a couple of boys from Tipton, they went fucking nuts. Anyway, come outside now, they want to start fighting. Jimmy starts fighting with one boy, and he's friends joining, so I was like, Oh, you can't do that. So the two of them turned on me, you know, something. That's the last fight I ever had. And to this day, the, the feeling of their, their jaws are stinking into my fist, man. <laughs> watching them just, just turn and start running. And then literally about 30 seconds later, a whole group of runners come down who've been to a club up the road. So there's about 20 black guys. And I was like, what's going on? I said, yeah, I need racist boys. We chased them for about three miles, you know. We <laughs> Yo, actually, I'm gonna tell you a story. Oh, that was so. Yeah, I got some of those stories. I think I was about 15, man. But yeah, man, this boy, man, he's oh, he's running. He's, all you can hear is enemies and that. So anyway, but it wasn't. It, I didn't instigate it, but yeah, that was, that was a funny day. I can tell you. I could tell you about. Um, like I said, back in the day, man, I used to have all my, all my friends were racist, man. Anyone who was non non black were racist. Yeah. Racist things. I hate blacks, and blacks always think them hard, and and. Uh, 
I hate the N word. I hate now. This was this was just in my area because we had a lot of travelers, so they used to come round. Yeah. Oh, gypsy guys, or whatever you call them. I don't know what you call them, but we used to call them gypsies, but I don't know what they are now. Travelers. And yeah. used to come around with their racist out. Yeah. Eggers, eggers, eggers. And we're like, what, what, what did you just say? And, uh, yeah, man. Um, so. That, you know, you know, you know what the worst thing about that is? Them guys get persecuted to fuck for what they are <laughs> and what they do. But and even they. Even they forget that in the eyes of the white man, they're dirty tramps themselves. And that, that's what saddens me because the people are that ignorant that they think, yeah, man, there's, there's a lower class than me in the eyes yeah. of who. But, mate, unless you're of a certain whatever, you, you're shit. And, and that, that's how, you know what I mean? I, I was like, I've heard about racist Chinese recently and Indian. I'm thinking, how can these people who, who, are, who the white man looks at as good idiots themselves anyway? <laughs> It's just like, how can they think that they're any better than a black person? Uh, no way. It's like, oh, anyway. The reason why, dude, you know, if you're more privileged, though, because, like, they get their act together, and that's the thing. That's what lets black people down. Like, we'll be like, you know, we'll be still trying to be hustlers and, you know, still misbehaving somewhat. Whereas these guys, they come to a country and they'll get their head down and they'll get, like, good Mate, jobs. You know, you know, you know something, though? The same way that we misbehave, <clears throat> how many triads and how many smuggled people and how many people died on that 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 lorry recently and how many you, you know what i mean so what what probably is happening is that they're just clever at hiding their shit look at how many of these romanian gangsters have brought over with prostitution and drugs and this that and the other mate so you know that old chestnut i tell you what is the problem is that maybe black part of what goes wrong gets more focused on. Of course. In reality, the reality is, mate, all these other people, they're just as bad as us. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always bad apples in it. If, if, if not worse. If probably not worse. worse probably worse. Like, yeah. if you look at, look at high-level crime ain't committed by black people, we're not, I'm not saying we're not smart enough, but we don't even get the chance to commit high-level crime. Mate, 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 you know what I mean? I wouldn't even say that. Maybe we are, but that person who's doing it is that smart, but he's making sure that no one knows who he's on, what colour he is, and anything else. Mate, there's been some big, big masterminds who, who are people of colour. There's a guy at the moment, um, I can't remember his name, something Curtis, Tony Curtis from Liverpool. Mixed yeah. race guy. Um, I mean, he, he was wanted across Europe. I think they caught him in Turkey in the end. Mm. But in a funny thing now, he's been locked up for the last five years. He's only been banging, banging out one of the prison officers and she's just got done for like him digging her out and this, that and the other. I heard that's commonplace though, man. I heard that's commonplace, man. Like, especially if you like, if you get a job working in a female prison, man, you're good. You're good, man. Trust me. And and believe yeah, me, yeah, like when I you go watch, into female I, prison, I, I, I watched the program the other day, and you wouldn't even look at them twice, man. You'd be like, Nah, yeah. dude, nah. Look, the, the the um the women in the prison. Sometimes you know you see them, and you're like, man, she should be on the catwalk, but she's in prison. Nah, nah I don't know. I show you. Yo, one. nah, trust me, dude. Trust me on this. Glamorous American. Nah, trust me. Hold on a second, Caroline. <laughs> what was that program you watched last night? <laughs> prison one. Right, last night, right? Life inside, basically, it's filmed in Derby in this women's prison, mate. Some of the women in there didn't have no fucking teeth. They're yeah, talking, okay, you can see these stumps. Listen, man, don't even make that. Listen, I don't know what film you've been watching. <laughs> nah, nah, dude. Nah, it's obviously, in some cases, in some cases, in some cases, and even if, 
Riddled with flipping drugs or flipping AIDS. Oh God! Nah, look, man. Some some good-looking chicks kill their husbands and stuff, man, and kill up people. Trust yeah, me, man. There's, there's good-looking yeah. girls. Look, look at these girls who, who like like you know the ones who get caught sleeping with the kids, the school kids and stuff. They're not looking too bad, you know. They're not always fat and ugly, man. They look they're not the best-looking teachers. Trust yeah. me, man. And they end up in prison, man. And then when you go and work, there's a male, man. You 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 chilling. You're chilling, man. Anyway, it's commonplace anyway that the men, the men are messing. Everyone's messing with everybody in there, man. <laughs> if the chance comes, trust me, man. That's, a, if you that's, get a, fr- that's a throwaway statement, that is. That you're, you're actually, you're, you're calling into question every prison service across the world by saying that it's commonplace. I, no, I reckon it happens. It happens. It happens I, would, more. I would say it's commonplace. I think it happens more than we think. Because look, especially like, like... I, I think where you've got prisons where there's a high number of contraband going in, then yeah. Yeah, I think on. you've always got. I think you in prisons. It's actually a topic I want to talk about. Actually, prison systems. Um, you know what's you know what's funny? Just before we go on to that topic, I can go into a hospital in Birmingham, QE, whatever. My phone's dead. Mm-hmm. So how come people can go into a prison and they can use their phone? <laughs> Saying that, man, I heard that um, after this whole Colby Bryan thing happened a couple of weeks back. Uh, but um, what's it? Bill Cosby sent a, a, wrote on his Twitter from prison. <laughs> talking about yeah i'm with his family my thoughts with his family i'm like hold on a minute this this brother's got twitter in prison yo and then I, and then it hit me in it because like when you're a millionaire you don't go to prison with everybody else you don't go you go to some white collar prison where you know you got your own little cell and you got your own little you got your comforts you're just inside you know you just got you got your comfort still when you got money you know what I mean? When you're poor, yeah. when you're poor, you with the, you the homeboys. But when you're rich, you're chilling, man. When you're poor, man, you're living with the rats, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I said, um. So you're, so go on. Your your topic was it prison? Yeah, pr- uh, prisons is, is a system kind of work it worth it. Um, what I was saying is, um, I think some guys, uh, some guys are good, man, with the guards and stuff, and you know, and I think. Pff, they can convince them, you know what I mean, to, to let them bring some stuff in. Look, man, I need some of this, man. Can you hook it up? Yeah, I hope that'll be no problem. I think there's, there's, there's lots of factors which I think influence stuff like that. You, don't forget, some of these guys are criminals. They've only got to find out you know, where someone lives. And they can. You know, and they can. And they can. They've only got to find out if they've got family, wife, kids, mom, dad, and, you know, a little bit of tweaking. And most people will say, fuck it, I'm not risking my family just for a fucking job and do what they need to do. Um, it's, it's a chance they take going to work in them, them places, isn't it? It's like anyone of any sense, if you're going to go and take a job in a prison, you'd go and take a job which was like maybe 70, 80 miles away and you'd commute and you would maybe stay there five days a week and then come on board. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you wouldn't go and take a job down the road where you're going to maybe bump into someone that you've just, you know what I mean? You've been, you know, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. does, the system, does the system work? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. I, think I don't think, any, I don't think, makes any them worse. Work. I don't think any system will work, mate. The thing is, if someone's bad, they're bad. No. If someone's <laughs> on, edu- if, if someone's uneducated and is prepared to make a change, then they can. But then there's some people who are uneducated who don't want to make the change. So you've got to have a system where you can separate out the ones who are going to at least try from the ones who aren't. Mm. Well, I think, it's all, we, 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 mm-hmm. I think it's simple. 
you got you got the sex offenders, the pedophiles, etc. They should be killed. Simple. Right. And not 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 like, you know, I'm I'm gonna be controversial here. And I'm not even talking about the guys who rape women, because this is always questionable. You don't know if a, like, you know, you never really know this gray area. I think you'd have to find out thoroughly the, if that the, person the, raped the, the chick. The, 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 the thing is though, with what you've just said then, so you said pedophiles, yeah? Yeah, pedophiles definitely. Rape. Okay, go, okay. Go. So, so our definition in in the Western world, sorry, in the UK, of a paedophile is someone who sleeps with someone sixteen or under. Yeah. In the in the Netherlands, kids can have sex on the age of fourteen. In the um, Islamic world, they can take brides as young as nine. So, which one do you decide is the line that you draw? Well, whatever law, whatever country you're in, I guess. So here it's 16 and below. But that's, but, that's, but that's the difficulty because what you're saying is then if you want to be a paedophile, you can go and move to another country where the age of consent is lower. I mean, we spoke about this before and people are doing that mm. anyway. You can, where yeah, uh, yeah, mothers are. or families um, are with sell their young so children. It's, but it, it, it's hard because obviously you said sex offenders, they almost get killed. But then, like I said, in different countries, it's not seen as anything. It's not seen as that, which is really strange to say. Yeah, yeah. I, find myself, I find myself grimacing as I'm saying it, but yeah. it's not seen as offensive. You know, you guys, there's something on TV the other day about the, the guys who died in the war that fell in Birmingham, and he was mm. talking about their families and interviewed each of the um, the wives who got left behind. You know, one of the wives, she got married to her husband who was 35, she was 13, in inverted commas, apparently they didn't consummate the marriage until she was older, but you don't know what's going on once that door shut. I mean, you know, that's his yard. Look, that door goes, I mean, oh, blood, God, I'm not waiting, I'm not waiting, use mine, I will do what I want, you know what I mean? You don't know, so, but then, from what you're saying, that guy would have been pedophile, and he'd been killed. You have a different so thing. It's, 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 yeah, that's get you, man, it's great, isn't it? It's a great it's a area, man. When you cross religious views, and then you then factor in other countries and how they just do things and don't think twice about it. Look at this coronavirus. They're still ain't sure where it's come from. What they're saying now, the speculation is, it, it started in an area where they sell wet food. So basically anything that, that walks, they'll sell it so people can eat it. Exotic meat. Wasn't it bats? The whole boy said it was bats. They, 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 they don't know. They don't know. Well, obviously it's speculation, but, you know, we're saying, oh, you shouldn't eat all this stuff. They've been eating this stuff for fucking millions, thousands of years. Who are we to say something that they can't, they, they can't eat it now? You know, but we're going to impose our right. Well, you can no longer, you know, what, what, what are we going to do? What, what can they do? They're never going to stop them from doing what they want. They, they're still going to eat bugs and bats and slugs and snakes and everything else. Look at that girl on TikTok. That girl, yeah. that, girl that evil little imp. I, I showed Caroline today, Caroline, I've already seen it. She's yeah, like, disgusting, man. Yeah. It's, just, it, well, it's just the way she slaps it. She knows exactly what she's doing. The way she slaps it. <laughs> little, little evil bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, crazy man. Well, sorry, your your prison does it work? Well, like I said, I think I think we need to restructure the system. I think, um, oh, man, I'm going to sound really controversial. I remember actually doing a five minute video about this. If, if it was up to me, I'd change the sis- prison system completely. I'd revamp it. First of all, okay. low level crime, selling drugs, etc., etc., etc. They would never go in prison. There's a waste of time putting them in prison because it costs okay. what forty grand a year to keep someone in prison or thirty five. 
Play by fast. You could give them the money. The thing is, right, when you hear them figures, right, you've got to kind of put it into context. What what they're included in that is the building. It's PFI when they're paying off the debt on the building. Sure. Yeah, wage. Yeah, they're, they're obviously wages is the biggest part of that. Mm. It cost, you know, these guys aren't getting five. Mate, I'm not being funny, right? If I gave you forty thousand pounds, how would you eat every day? Would you eat like a king or eat like a freaking peasant? Nah, but I mean, like, okay, wait. These wait. guys aren't getting caviar on toast and stuff. You know what I mean? But it's costing. When you look at it, you break it down. There is a cost, but it's a fallacy to think it's costing forty thousand pounds per prison. No, it costs. When you look, when you calculate everything that that costs to run a prison, you know, paying the guards, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, giving them clothes, washing, all yeah, the stuff. The thing is, costs around forty thousand each person. Each person. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, then, so in, in effect, then, what they're saying is that if those prisons was empty. There'd be no cost. Well, there'd be no budget. There'd, still be, there'd be no budget for it. There'd, there'd, there'd still be a fucking cost. To well, couldn't to you... Keep the, to keep the place maintained. Keep the, the lights is, on. Couldn't educate more people to rehabilitate, especially low-level crime. I'm not talking about high-level crime at the moment. I'm talking about low-level crime, like people who sell drugs on the street. It would be cheaper to give this person ten to 20000 a year and say, look, figure it out. Or we got right. people who are going to help you out. You know what I mean? Give some pay somebody to... The, 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 the thing is, that help needs to start further down the line well when the start. kids it starts off yeah. with kids we need to start off when they're at school because if you think about it at school what are they taught which is useful for real world oh, the thing is with school they've got one teacher to what 30 pupils kids 30 well, no, forget, forget forget that what are they taught what's useful in the real world what are they you know they're, they're told they've got to do these exams but then yeah. they might be shit. They might, academically, that might not be. They, they might be good with their hands, or good with yeah. a drill, or good with you know flipping electricals. You know what I mean? Vocational things. But yeah. because the school's focus is on GCSEs, you know, if you want to be a plumber now, or a carpenter, or a builder, you can't just go and do them courses like you could back in the day. Oh. You know what I mean? Them skills, they're dying skills, mate. Mm. And the thing is, the reason they're dying skills is a they're not being given as options to the kids. You know, kids all being pigeonholed into things. But we're always going to need sparkies, plumbers, carpenters, builders, trade yep. people. But it, they're not being trained up because they're being pigeonholed. And if I can't, you know, if a school, a school would rather get rid of a pupil that's not going to do a decent grade rather than keep it because it'll drag their grades down. So <coughs> what I'm saying is wouldn't it make sense then to take the 40000 a year that you put into prison, put this, you waste up putting low-level crimes. You know, people who sell drugs, they don't need to be in prison, man. They ain't got, they're looking to make money. And I know it's not, a, you know, it's not a proper solution. But say, okay, look, mm-hmm. we, give them, we give them real trades or we put them in, the, in a certain section of the military. You know what I mean? You could put most of these kids, because they're all fit, they're all, they're all young, they all got sound minds, most of them. You could put them in the military and say, look, okay, go in the military, Go for free, sign this thing for three years and go and get disciplined properly, learn life skills. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, what's the point of putting him in prison where they learn how to be better criminals? You, 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 know, you, know, what, you know what? I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm just having like a flash of, of some of these feckless youths being told, right, um, we're going to put you in the army and you can go in there for three years and learn some discipline. They'll be like, what are you saying, mate? Kiss my fucking ass, you can't. But the thing I'll is, take I'll take you outside now and do it, mate. I think if you get it, the thing is, I think once someone's alone, you know, once you got them alone in the room, they're a completely different character. Most guys ain't a bad man when they're alone. 
it's when they're grouped they're grouped yeah, together yeah, 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 got their yeah, chums yeah, there yeah. so if you could take out everybody and put them into individual settings trust me man, most people and if you threaten them with something like yeah you know or you're gonna have to go and well, do you that can't, you, you can't threaten them human rights man what are you talking about well i mean i mean like say for example okay you got the choice of going to Mate, listen the price that we've paid with this the discipline of society human rights rightly or wrongly has paid a beautiful part in that because it has meant that everyone has a right to be treated um in a way that they want to be treated so you know kids parents whatever okay you know you either agree or you don't a tap on the arse boundaries whatever it's now outlawed now don't get me wrong touch wood i only ever have to slap slap my you once and that was after many 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 weeks mm. of trying to reason cajole blackmail reward burr, 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 on and on and on and on and on and on and on even after i smacked him he still carried on anyway so he didn't make anything difference. yeah smacking discipline i can't discipline doesn't help kids but, well the thing is though you say that it, it certainly helped me growing up. It certainly helped me to know that shit. There was a there was an ultimate there was an ultimate price to pay, and it weren't going to be a price that I wanted to pay. You know what I mean? Now, whether that's right or wrong, if you go into the army, if they can't rule you by fear, then how do they rule you? You know, you can't take someone who's been used to getting doing their own thing for the last eighteen years and say, right, you're going to go in the army now. And we're gonna, you're gonna follow us because they'll say, you know, something. Fuck that! Ain't no one's told me what to do for the last X years of my life. I ain't gonna start taking orders now. This is what I'm saying to you about discipline. You have to yeah. start early. You can't give, you can't force a child to be disciplined if they've never been disciplined in their life. Do you have? Do we have? Once you've done a committed a crime, bad enough to merit going to prison, does human rights even come back into it? Because think about it: is being in prison, you know, even human rights of being in prison is you can't even put them in the same. You know what I mean? In the same ballpark. It's like you're in prison now, so you got no look, when someone's in prison and they're being violated every week, but maybe not so much in England, but in America and stuff and in other countries, by other men, other inmates. I don't know if anyone's thinking, yo, this is my human right. You know, even if you tell somebody, most people will be like, you know what? You put yourself in there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you are right to a degree there. I think there is that bit of I, I suppose what what happens with the media? And obviously, Bill Crosby is a good example. Is you know, it's all about shocking scandal, isn't it? Mm. You know, you you hear about the person who got the mobile phone and he's on it and he's organising drug deals, but you don't hear about the other seven hundred ninety-five prisoners who haven't got a mobile phone and just going through the motions. Yeah. It, it's a difficult one, man. I think change has to come from within, and I don't think forcing change on anybody. You can, no, no, you, can, you can't force you can them. Guide, you, you, you can guide people towards change, but, but trying to force someone who's inevitably bad to be good because you say you better be good because, or, you know, they, they've got to want it. They've got to want it. See, the thing is, my idea wouldn't be, would be more guiding them towards change as opposed to forcing them. There's no, put in prison, he's basically forcing them to change. Okay, you're in prison now, 15 years, you can get seven if you behave well. So we'll force mm. that person to behave well. And then they'll do so much time anyway, but, you know, they're still going to stay in there. You know, and he has to pull up with whatever's going to come with prison, with being in prison. Whereas yeah. I say, when you give people the option, and instead of spending 40 grand a year or whatever, it costs us to keep someone in prison. Say, okay, look, we're going to 
And people might look at it and say, yeah, like I remember Ian Wright, man. I'll always remember he did that series about people in prison. Then he started making a football team from the people that were in prison. Okay. Remember that? Remember that? I remember, remember, yeah. It was back in the day. And then people were like, I think he had called, um, actually, what was that? That was, the, that was actually, that was Gordon Ramsay. I think he did the cookies one with the, the bacon. Oh yeah, the cooks. Yeah, the, the yeah. bacon one. I'm talking about Ian Wright. And then people were like, yeah, why is he getting opportunities to take these prisoner inmates to go and play football? And it was basically like the, the low level crime guys. It wasn't like anyone who did some big time, you know, crime. It was someone who just probably sold weed on the, on the street and got caught one too many uh-huh. times. And uh, the, obviously the public were like, oh, why is they getting opportunities? People out here don't get opportunities. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. People outside should be getting the same kind of opportunities as well. But mm-hmm. I think with the prison systems, what happens is they go in, they learn how to be better criminals, more aggressive, more, you know, disobedient and hate the system more. I, 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 think, I think, again, it's, 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 it's a bit of a generalisation and a sweeping statement because, I'm, you know, I don't know what you're basing that on, but you are always going to get a percentage of, you know, if you had 100 people in the room, 100 mm-hmm. people who committed a crime, 30% of them, are hardened criminals. Yeah. Well, 30% of them are hardened criminals. They're looking forward to getting back in because they've been out for a week and they're bored and they're yeah. missing their three square meals. One third, the other, so the middle, middle third would be guys who, maybe it's their second or third offence. You know, they're kind of getting used to being inside now. They've learned a few tricks and they can go either way, those guys. They can either say, right, let's change things or they can say, ah, fuck it and carry on. And then you've got the, the raw recruits so the raw recruits are the ones who go in there, first crime, you know, they either get crushed underneath it, keep themselves to themselves or think, fucking hell, I'm enjoying this life. So, you know, but it, it's all about numbers. You, you're only ever going to say the percentage of people. You know, if you said, right, all low-level crime, a percentage of you were going to do all these great things for you, there'd be a percentage of those people who'd flop it and fuck it up and would take the money and waste it and probably buy more drugs and sell them again. So, so it's one of those, you know, the uproar from the general public of doing that would be Sack it. Yeah, but the thing is, like you just said, you split them into three groups. So you got the guys who are just there, you know, the hardy criminals. These guys, you can't, you can't do, I think you're, they're not. But the done. thing is though, the thing is though, it's that thing, no one should be left behind. If, if people are prepared to change, no matter where they are, they well, Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, I mean, you say that, but if you've got someone who's a hardened criminal and that's all he's known, the thing is, I think his opportunity comes down to the end of the day. Like I said, the, 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 the first group, the hardened criminals, you're going to have a lot, a lot depending on how, how old they are as well. If they're young, you might be able to get the change. But if you've been doing it for 50 years, it might be... Hold on one second, man. We're, we're, we're going to the shop. The flogging a dead, dead horse. What? what? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm still here. I'm still here, bro. The yeah, flag the deck horse. Then, and then you got the second group where you can listen. I don't know if you can multitask, but maybe it's possible. And then you have the second group where basically like, okay, um, we're kind of been here a few times. We're kind of looking for a way out, but we can't help falling back into old habits because that's all we, we get offered. These guys yeah, can yeah. be saved depending on what their level of crime is. Like I said, rapists and... But, 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 you know but what? Another thing as well, though, you've got to also remember is environments because... A lot of these people won't change if they then go back to the same place. Yeah, I think that's why I said, look, you can put them oh, in the military. But, 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 yeah, yeah but look, that. you put them in the military, you take them automatically out of their environment, you take them automatically out of it, 
automatically going to the military, you're going to a base somewhere else in Germany or around the world or somewhere else where you're not from. That means you're automatically out of people you know. That means you can't slip back into the habits, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, true. So, well, you know, it's... I think in that, in that way, and like I said, the last group, I think the last group are the ones you're most likely going to be able to save. So if you can save from 100 or 90 people, 30 you can automatically save. Then you've got, from the next 30, you've got like, you probably could save 15 of those. So that's even half the people. So you've saved a lot of the budget quite quickly, you know what I mean? So instead of giving out, what, I don't know, 100 million for all the people, you're giving out 50 million. So yeah, I suppose there's some viability in it, but mate, it's it's it, it, I wish it was as easy as what you just it is, it is. where you sold it out. <clears throat> I think I, I think mean, the whole sorry, I think the whole old system where they used to I think if your crimes are bad enough and you can't be helped, you're a mass murderer. Because I also think that not all the murder crimes are justified. I also think that sometimes you can kill somebody by accident. And I think these crimes yeah, yeah, yeah. second degree murder, third degree murder, exactly, uh, for example. They should be, you know, well, maybe not second degree murder, but definitely third degree murder. You should be like, okay, you know what? You probably didn't mean it. All good. The thing um, is, man, that's all well and good while it's us not going through that circumstance. That's, that's true. But, you know, you know when but someone tried to kill somebody. The, the, but the moment that hit your family or yeah. affected you directly, you'd want to make sure the maximum punishment was being handed down. So... Oh, well, maybe, you know but the mean? thing is, I, I think you've got to have a bit of, um, you've got to be, become forgiving in it as well. In this sort of system, which I would try and implicate, you have to become a bit more like forgiving and understanding for situations because you, you're not always not going to be able to kill somebody. Not everyone's going to be able to go through their lives not killing somebody. For example, you could be driving a car tomorrow, you run somebody over. That's second degree murder, you know, or even third degree murder. Well. We now run over the Exactly. See, that's what I mean. See, that's what I mean. You might not intend to kill somebody, but someone I know people who accidentally kill people because you know maybe they weren't paying attention or someone's just come down. You know, well, I mean, you know people. You know somebody's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like like for me, I'm like, man, I know two people actually. Um, like, um, I know that. I've had situations where I've almost killed somebody where it was driving over and whatever and I was like, oh, damn, yo! And I've had to like spit out of control or something in the car especially or something like this. So you never really know, man. You never know. And then, and these people who might end up in prison for a couple of years because, you you know, you might be found guilty. You might not have been paid attention or whatever. And okay, you're going to prison for three years. These people shouldn't be going to prison. Yeah, it was an, it was an accident and they killed somebody. Someone's cost, you've cost someone their life. But also you know that it wasn't intentional. I think, I think, I think you're fine anyway. With, Unless you're um, drinking. If you're drinking, yeah, then you go to prison for a long time. I, I, I think you, you're fine where, where it is death due to an accident. Negligence. Well, yeah, I think the, the sentence is normally reflected. I mean, I think someone got run over and killed a couple of years ago by some, I think they said that he came to the car and they got two years. And there was uproar because it was like two years for someone's life, but it, the sentence reflected the sentencing guidelines that the judge had, so they couldn't actually do any more than what they did. So. Yeah. Yeah, very, very messy, man. Very messy. So anyway, just right. quickly, I supported the um, the whole, remember the whole Australian system when you committed a crime? And I'm not talking about every crime, but I think the high level criminals should definitely yeah. be sent off to an uh, island. Not in prison, though, but sent to an island where they can all look after them, they can all figure it out themselves. <laughs> and be with like-minded people. Yeah, dude, hear me out, man. They'll all be like, so everyone, like the world over, 
all the criminals the world over go and live on this island <laughs> get a shipment every year or every couple of weeks the shipment drops off the people there we and have they blood bath they do <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah, know, dude. It might work out. Yeah. It might yeah, work out. Just, I can't see anybody. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen um, Escape from New York with Kurt Russell? Um, maybe, but a long time ago. <laughs> What's that film? What you just described there is Escape from New York. <laughs> where, where, where all, all the people live on one side of the world, and, and these badasses live on this little <laughs> island, man. And, all they're trying to do is get off the island to kill yeah. people. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine they were plot. So as soon as the plane drop flies over, they jack the plane and then they'll come and. Land. That's what happened. The helicopter gets <laughs> jacked. You, you, you have seen it, man. I don't know if I've seen it, but I can imagine because that's the thing I would think of if I was on the island. Okay, you know what? Yeah, he's exactly. staying here. Yeah. I need John, women. John, John Carpenter film, man. He's got a wicked soundtrack. And, um, yeah, good film, man. Good film. Nah, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, just to wrap it up, man. I don't think the prison system works. I think we need, it needs a massive overhaul. Um, I think there's, there's way too much violence and rape and everything that's going that's on. Just, that's that's a society, mate. You know, you've got to understand that what's going on in there is only the same as what's... There's nothing different going on inside there that ain't going on out here. You know what? You know the thing is, the way that people are treating each other. You know, seriously, man. That's that's true. That's true. It's just like the the mind space. And the the influence that they get is from IT anyway. I mean, look at that bloody. You know, I'm going to say that journalist in 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 Turkey or wherever he was. He got chopped chopped up. You know, they chopped the man up and packed him in suitcases. You know what I mean? We're talking about you know a country state sponsored thing. It's, it's people, why should people be any different? This is what they're seeing. This is the reality of what they're seeing right now. So why should they be any different? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's mad. This is, you know, the government justify these things. They, they, governments are just, our government has justified it. No one sanctioned anybody or said, oh boy, we ain't going to have any more of your oil or, oh, let's not sell you any more missiles. No, it's business as usual. Got about the man's dead. Got about you know left wife, left left son, left kids. That ah, I don't matter. You know what I mean? So, no. so this crazy. is yeah, this is the thing you can't explain away the world because this is the way the world is shaped. You know, people say, oh, you know, I didn't really want to talk about it, but um, Caroline Flack. You know, oh, yeah, I felt yeah, quite. Yeah. I quite. I felt. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. I felt quite sad about it when I mm. initially when I first heard it because you know I wasn't a fan of hers. And if I'm honest, I, you know, I thought she was a bit of a diva anyway. But, you know, you wouldn't really wish someone to be in that state of mind that they think, well, let me go. But I think this blame thing that's going with it, I think that's wrong. And I'll tell you for why. She did what she wanted to do. And, I mean, you don't know this, but I've actually had a cousin who committed suicide. Okay. And same age as me, actually. Her birthday was the same day as mine and Kevin's. So she'd mm-hmm. have been 46 this year. And to this day, you don't know why. Everyone had their suspicions and wanted to blame the ex-boyfriend and this, that, and the other, and so on and so forth. But we didn't know. But she chose to do that. She chose, you know, to leave people behind who she would have known, would have been aware, loved her be devastated by her going mm. and I think you know 
I I am no longer kind of like I, I'm not blaming the media or anything else. I think, you know, yeah, you're in the public eye, blah blah. But on the same breath, you want to restrict the media from press intrusion. But then, how would all those Jimmy Savile cases have come out if the press was locked down and couldn't investigate? Yeah. You know I mean, if you think of all the Me Too and all the scandals that have come out and the things that the press have uncovered, look at Prince Andrew and all them things there. Because that's, that's the other side of the coin. It's like, yeah, man, be careful what you wish for. Because, you know, everyone's like in uproar about all these people with money who are getting away with shit. Mm. But then, what you say now is, well, if you've got money, we don't really care what you get up to. Don't know what she did. I think I think what she did though ultimately was was selfish. I think, you know, uh, yeah, mental health, so on and so forth. I've had someone who's who's committed suicide. I don't know. I, I I'd love to have someone to blame, you know. But ultimately, the decision to do it is that person's decision. Yeah. And you know, especially someone like that who's got money, you can just jump on a plane and get away, get away from everything. You know, almost, it's almost to me, almost like spoiled, not spoiled is the wrong word probably, but it's almost that sign of society and how emotionally fragile people are now. She's a big woman, she's like 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost, like a, it's almost like a tantrum. It's like, ah, the fact that she did it when her friend went to the shop, was, was, it, was she doing it to get a little bit of attention? But shit, her friend, her friend got held up in the queue, man, and didn't get back quick enough, you know what I mean? You don't know. Mm. But, um, like I say, I've had, I've had a relative lose. I, well, at the same time as well, though, mate, this is why I say she's selfish. I've also had a friend who died in her sleep at 20, you know, 26 years old. Okay. A, funeral, a funeral was last week. You know something? She'd have, she'd have loved, she'd have fought two for now to be alive right now. You know, okay. two for, she'd have fought to be alive and then you've got someone who just says, ah, well, fuck it. And that's why for me, I'm like, now, I, I was sympathetic at first, but now when I really think about it, it's like, hold on, you've just thrown your life away. And I know a young girl who's just lost her life, and we don't even know why. She just died in her sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, the thing is, what you got to think is, everyone just jumps on bandwagons nowadays anyway. But, oh, let's be sad for being sad sake. Yeah, but I think um, social media as well is a rotten place, man. And once yeah, you're in, only, once you're in the public eye... If you're not yeah, a thick yeah. skin, if, you, well, if your skin's not like the, the, iron. The thing is, mate, you, you, you don't have to go on public media. You don't have to read anything on there. You don't even have to log in. I've had the whole, I've had two weeks where I've not gone on social media. No one would notice. I've had two some weeks people, that, that's easier said than done, man, when your life revolves around it, especially like... Yeah, you're, man, it's, it's detoxing it. It's detox. Thing yeah. is, mate, you, how, when someone says, oh, your life, how can anyone's life revolve around social media? Social media doesn't make you breakfast. It doesn't go to a toilet for you. It doesn't take you to work. Makes you feel well, important, doesn't it? Well, yeah but, yeah, but your life you is more around feeling important. You've got, you've got a wife or you've got a partner. But I think people don't, people don't think about that stuff, though. They're like, oh, man, I'll, I'll get my buzz from people liking my stuff. Well, I'll that, get that I buzz. Is addictive? Say, but, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But it's, for me, you just come off there. You know what I mean? And, and you have, if you can't not be self-gratified by seeing some comments about you, then you know something. Something's wrong with you, maybe. You know, I think, she, I think she was going for more, though, this Caroline, Caroline Flack. Yeah, yeah. But, like I say, ultimately, she chose to remove herself from this world. Yeah. I had a friend 
who died, you know, asleep a week ago, two weeks ago, who would have thought to stay in this world. So I'm thinking, I'm not sympathetic anymore. I was, but this morning when I woke up early hours, about half three and couldn't sleep, I was sitting there lying in my bed thinking about it. I thought, you know, why am I feeling sorry for someone who's just taken their own life and I've just lost someone who wanted to live? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being madness, man. So right now, obviously, obviously, I spoke about it on here now, so it's going to be out in the public eye. So if anyone comes to me, I'm sorry. You know, if Caroline Flack was your girl. You got to be passionate and curse me for saying it. But I'm going to say it again. Why am I going to be sorry for someone who took their own life when I've just lost somebody who would have fought to stay alive? Twenty-six I mean, year old, twenty-six year old girl. You know. Yeah. Twenty-six. I think it's it's all right. Um... It's all right. I think taking your own life is always a selfish decision. But then again, it's on the other side. It's actually all right to do it if if that's what you want. Because the only thing you think about want, is, yeah, yeah. Well, that mate, like I said, what's in it for them? If the, at that point, you ain't thinking about nobody else but yourself. No, uh, oh, you're not thinking about anybody else but yourself. It's like it's me. It's all about me. You know, it's really funny actually because. When we was growing up, one thing our parents would say, don't bring no shame on your family. <laughs> yeah? These uh, people, oh, sorry, mate. These, these people constantly bring shame on their family and then right at the crux, right at the death, they realise, I can't take the shame no more. And all they have to do is tweak their behaviour a little bit, you know. Mm. And that's it. Like I said, you have to have thick skin. You have to have really thick skin to be anything anywhere near the entertainment industry. And a lot of people are, yeah. get there and can't handle it. Look at Ermi. You had Amy Winehouse a few years ago. Okay, she was completely buzzing the whole time. But like, there's all these different people, man, who just, you know, it's just too much for them. So. Well, the thing is. Suppose, something we have to address, I guess. It's something we have to address yeah. in the future. And it, it's, uh, I don't know if it's censorship is the way, but there's definitely a lot of bullies and horrible people, people on um social media who are willing to say anything i don't know why anything to feel better about something else i don't know what it is that's, that's because they, and the thing is the only reason people do that is because their own lives are shit yeah, yeah that's it um, it's misery self, self, it? yeah, company. Yeah. yeah that's it man so you know and and the best thing you can do with someone like that is i don't even i mean touch wood i'll probably never ever get any trolls but I won't even give them airtime, mate. No. I'll just be like, say whatever you've got to say and then disappear. Block your ass. Move on. Yeah, man. Cool. Anyway. Right away! Yeah. We carried the horsemen all on that. Oh, man. Yeah, man. We, we, need, we, we flew the flag. Guys. We flew the flag. We don't need them, man. You know what we're going to call it? The two horsemen from now on. The two horsemen, man. The two horsemen <laughs> with, with one, one with a broke up leg. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> That's it, man. Welcome to the, the locker room calling, talk, man. My, my, my horse is calling, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. Oh, you want to do some shout-outs, man? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, listen now. Uh, next Wednesday, uh, Love Styles Hate Selling Crash Course Workshop is happening. Canuck, the Roman Way Hotel, 6 to 8.30. I'm going to be giving you a dazzling exhibition of sales techniques and marketing that you can implement in your business to grow your leads and sell and convert more sales. So if you're interested, let me know. Yeah, man, you heard that. If you have a problem with your sales, man, join this guy here, man. This is the guy to help you boost all your sales. Yeah, man. And me, you know, I'm Al Stalio. 
we're going to keep doing this regardless. If, it, if next week it's me on my own, man, I'll be the horseman of the Black Apocalypse. <laughs> I'll be the horseman of the Black Apocalypse. I don't care. Anyway, yeah, man. So keep listening to the show. And if you like the show, pass it to someone you think might like it. Spread the word. Share it around. We're having fun. Yeah, man. And uh, you know where to find us. iTunes, Spotify, Google. Everywhere, we're everywhere now. We're, we're officially live and exclusive. Yeah, man. Thanks, Nigel, man. Thanks for listening to the Real yeah. Like Room Talk. We'll see you next week, hopefully with a full gang. Peace out, man. Peace out, brother Wayne. Oh, 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 oh,